So, Michael, uh, one of the key takeaways from our piece in Foreign Affairs uh, is this idea that given that the experiments with electoral democracy in the region haven't yielded the results citizens were hoping for in terms of economic gains, or at least what I like to call economic dignity in daily lives, um, there is this concern that citizens might begin to find the more authoritarian model or the authoritarian model coming out of China and Russia appealing, given that at least in those countries, those countries have seen significant economic improvements over the last decade for average families across both countries. Um, what, one of the questions I had was, given the events in Ukraine and Russia's invasion of Ukraine, do we think that, um, are there reasons to believe that this attraction to the Russian model might take a hit or might decrease because citizens in the region, in, in the Arab world, might be a little bit uh, uh, sort of shocked at what Putin is doing now in Ukraine? Certainly, I think that there's a, a strong possibility. We have seen in a number of countries where Russia has intervened directly, whether it be Libya or in, uh, in the case of Syria, that the popularity of Russia has fallen in, in countries that are nearby, uh, in the case of Lebanon or Jordan, or also in Libya itself from the surveys that we've done. Um, the, the challenge for Russia will obviously be continuing its, its policy that has had aggression in a region that has really rejected the outside influence and outside intervention. So my, my suspicion is that as we see this move forward, that Russian popularity will fall in the Middle East. But I think there is a broader question that remains to the degree which the, the Russian or Chinese model um, or this kind of sphere of influence of the two uh, aligned will, uh, will hold out despite uh, the recent Russian actions. So in, in that sense, uh, Michael, do we, do we believe that Russia still might come out as rather popular with the region? I mean, one of the things I'm sort of watching and eyeing right now is the debate in the region on how uh, Europe and the West has responded to Ukrainian refugees versus those refugees coming out of, let's say, Syria um, uh, almost a decade earlier. Um, there has been some dissatisfaction uh, on the Arab street that the West might have a double standard when it comes to Ukrainian refugees. And I'm wondering if this sort of, this sort of resistance of what's perceived to be as an Islamophobic current is going to play, uh, is going to benefit Russia and China in, the, in, in, our, in our next wave of public opinion findings. I would certainly agree. I think that that is a, a strong possibility. The The way that um, the West is perceived in the, the Middle East, North Africa has been one of, of significant challenges. Certainly the, as you describe, Islamophobia, fear of, of refugees uh, or migrants from the area moving to, to Europe or the West and the, the inhospitable nature of that compared to what we see in Ukraine. I think that there is a strong possibility that China really emerges as a winner here. Uh, that in a way it's a non-colonial power, it's been non-interventionist. And so certainly the, the Chinese model that has lifted uh, over 800 million people out of poverty over the last 40 years is something that's very attractive as an economic model across the region. And so while, while Russia um, may not necessarily benefit and it, it may in some ways hurt with the, the sphere of influence and the, the Russia-Chinese model, um, I, I do think that there is a possibility that this really helps to tip uh, 
ordinary citizens, at least in the Middle East, away from the West in terms of a model, away from uh, potentially Russia, given its interventionist uh, approach, and really more into the idea that China might be the, the right approach, a, a country that hasn't necessarily intervened directly in the Middle East. Um, and even if it's not necessarily warm towards immigrants itself uh, from the region, is a place that has certainly um, developed a, a way of, of improving the lives of its citizens through its economic model. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you, uh, Michael, on that. And what what um, I'm I'm what I'm wondering now. I mean, for the longest time, at least in the uh, post Cold War era, uh, we spent a lot of time, at least even as we built the Arab Barometer, to show that citizens in the region were not resisting democracy because the uh, the argument that was being played up as a clash of civilizations was that Arab citizens were resisting democracy because democracy was something home in the West. And now what we're sort of arguing is that, that we're seeing some dissatisfaction with democracy because democracy hasn't delivered. Um, but thinking, thinking critically about what the Ukrainian inv in invasion means uh, for how citizens perceive their standing vis-a-vis -vis the West I do wonder now whether the, 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 how the Islamophobia has played out vis-a-vis -vis the covering of the Ukrainian refugee crisis and that of the Syrian refugee crisis, whether people will begin to sort of uh, at least be, become more skeptical of the Western exported democratic model, especially A, because it hasn't delivered economically, B, because even though it espouses uh, this uh, framework of of equality and freedom and fairness, at least from the perspective of Arabs, um, nothing is equitable and fair about that paradigm. And C, um, it's 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 it, it's not addressing 